Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Joe Biden and the administration are negotiating a deal to give the World Health Organization absolute authority over U.S. health and pandemic situations. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead, and our very special guest is Michelle Bachman. She is the dean of the Robertson School of Government at Regent University, very involved in this issue. Welcome to the program, Michelle. I want to get right into this issue with regards to what the Biden administration is doing and the implications of ceding sovereignty to the World Health Organization. Thank you so much, Matt. I'm sorry that we even have to meet on this topic. This came up a year ago. Uh, people cried out to God for deliverance, quite frankly, and God heard our prayers, and we were delivered a year ago. But unfortunately, uh, the Biden administration has come back forcefully, aggressively on a dual track to ensure that this time he succeeds in ensuring that we that he yields American sovereignty over healthcare decisions to the international UN body known as the World Health Organization, the last organization that had should have control over American healthcare decisions. You know, in this whole fiasco. There's 90 nations that are willing to hand over their sovereignty, and that includes the United States. This is really uh, alarming. It is, because uh, when when you think that there's a 194 nations who are part of the, of the United Nations World Health Organization, what this is so sto- sobering, so stunning, and so breathtaking in its scope, the endeavor is to have all 194 nations sign an agreement that they voluntarily give up control over their health care decisions, particularly regarding pandemics, to one man, the executive director of the World Health Organization. So poorly did the World Health Organization function during the COVID-19 pandemic that Donald Trump chose to pull the United States out of the World Health Organization. We gave them about a half a billion dollars a year, but Chinese communists were actually calling the shots at the WHO. Mm -hmm. So Donald Trump pulled us out. It was the best decision he made. And now we have a complete 180 degree different response. Joe Biden not only rejoined the World Health Organization, he wants to give up our sovereign calls over healthcare to that organization. Yeah, and so what we see here is he's trying to bypass the Senate so that it's not considered a, quote, treaty that would need to be ratified by the Senate, which he wouldn't be able to get the sufficient number of votes to do that. So he is looking at this. He's trying to use word games and call this an agreement so that he alone has the signatory authority to sign the United States onto this. And lest some people think that that's just impossible, there is some past president. It goes back to a Republican president, George Bush. He did the same thing with the international health regulations and just signed us on to this IHR with the World Health Organization. This one, however, is even more significant because if this passes and if Congress doesn't rise up in mass and protest this and stop it, 
here's some of the implications. And the biggest one, Michelle, is that it will change the World Health Organization from an advisory body mm -hmm. to a body right. that it is mandatory and binding on all the member nations, including the United States of America. And of course, we know the director general is a Marxist. So all these proposed amendments reek of Marxism. That's right. They, they would become a rulemaking body, but they would also become an enforcement body. So in some sense, they would become judge, jury, executioner, all in one fell swoop. We've never seen this level of power transfer before. This has nothing to do with the American Constitution. This has nothing to do with representative government. The American people didn't elect to give away control over their health care decisions, because this isn't just at the 50,000 foot level at the Department of Health and Human Services. This is your doctor in your local clinic, your doctor being prevented from giving you what your doctor thinks you need health-wise, but also it's a mandatory. It would mandate that doctors would have to give you perhaps shots or pills or something that the executive director of the World Health Organization deems you need to have. That's how bizarre th this is. And the politicians would be without power. The U.S. Supreme Court would be without power. Uh, so this is a completely different view of healthcare than we've ever seen before. And it even goes beyond healthcare. Under this particular proposal, it includes potential rather than actual emergency. So it's not just a public health That's emergency, right. but it's also the, quote, potential to impact public health, close quote. So that clearly involves pandemics, medical treatment, and that's huge, what your doctor is able to prescribe or what is being forced on you to inject into your body or a pill to well, ingest. But also, it can include access to abortion. If the World Health Organization says, well, there's not enough access to abortion in the United States, that could be a public health emergency too. Yes, I, this really creates a platform for global governance, which I don't think any of your listeners are for, but it also has language in the current, what's called the zero draft of this document. In the, the language in this document also envisions that they would be able to trigger control over issues like climate change, mm -hmm. racism. So the executive director of the World Health Organization would be able to say racism is impacting public health. Therefore, I can uh, come into your country and monitor your country. I can surveil your country, which means digital passports for healthcare. Or they can they can take the banner of climate change and say now this is a health emergency. So in other words, very quickly the camel that gets its nose under the tent. Pretty soon you are talking global governance. Now that may sound like a tinfoil hat thing to say. I assure you, it is not. Right. This is a level of power and control we've never envisioned before. And this is the United States voluntarily giving this this power away. That's what's unbelievable. That's why we have to have the U.S. Senate uh, demand that this agreement be pulled into a, the Senate for discussion and ratification. Hopefully it never will happen. But also Speaker McCarthy can do something. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. He can call for an emergency hearings right now and subpoena the Biden administration to bring those officials into D.C. So they have to answer 
before the American people. That's our system of government. We have a website, lc.org forward slash WHO, lc.org forward slash WHO, and we have information there on this issue. And you can also contact your House and Senate representatives. I encourage you to do so now. And you can also send them a fax from that uh, web page as well. You can send a petition as well. Make sure that they know that this is unacceptable because, as Michelle, you're saying, I mean, this is unbelievable. Take, for example, you know, we think of the World Health Organization with regards to the pandemic, and that's terrible. But what you said also about race, critical race theory, if the Tedros director of the World Health Organization says that you need to have more critical race theory taught in your schools. Uh, you need to have affirmative action because that's a public health emergency. Then that would give the World Health Organization absolute control over what we're doing here in this country. For example, if they didn't like what Governor DeSantis is doing with regards that's to, right. you know, the AP courses that put in the LGBTQ agenda into race history, then they could respond accordingly. It's unbelievable the power that this would give to a single person. That's right. And uh, they there is no respect for the First Amendment. So what we would see is that effectively the United States Constitution would be a dead letter mm. because the, the, the power that the people enjoy through petitioning our government would be gone because now the power would be in the hands of a maniacal organization that is backed and controlled by the Communist Chinese Party. Mm, so yes. what is it that they're pushing through this document? They're pushing monitoring of citizens, surveilling citizens, and the power would then go to the WHO over global supply chains. This would trigger control over the World Trade everything. Organization. It's unbelievable. Commerce, everything. Everything. So... The subterfuge is health. And the right. interesting thing is, you, as you both know, the federal government doesn't have control over health care in the U.S. Constitution. Right, right. That's a state and local decision. So now an issue that belongs to state and local governments and personal uh, decisions would now transfer internationally. So this is wrong on every level. It's immoral. It is wrong. It's evil, and it's unconstitutional. Well, for more information, go to lc.org forward slash WHO, lc.org forward slash WHO, and take action immediately. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org.